I knew you'd come. Listening to Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, the Supreme Dream and the Irish Nightmare. We are back. Yes, we are back. It is another episode of Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. And boy, do we got a show packed today. Nothing new. We always got a jam-packed show for the listeners out there. In listener land of the podcast universe. So we're gonna Woo! we're gonna start out right away, um, the same way we've been starting out the last couple of weeks, and that is with our topics and Pretty the much topic the way questions. We're always gonna start out. Hell yeah! So what a better way to start than let's start on Monday, where uh, you put this question out. Sure. So here we go. What's your topic question? Well, it was kind of a topic question. It was kind of a scenario type question, but here we go. Uh, your mission, if you choose to accept it, you must rebuild the tag team division on Raw. Who stays, who goes, and how do you make it thrive? It was, uh... I love fantasy booking. Fantasy booking seems so fun to me, and I don't know how many people actually like it, but I love seeing the responses. I didn't get the responses that I was I was hoping for, maybe because that Raw SmackDown tag team division is so non-existent. That people aren't excited for people it. People just aren't excited for it. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna quote uh, Edge on this: that for a show to be successful, you need to have a really good tag division. Yeah, very true. And I agree with that more and more because every week Raw goes downward and downward, and the tag teams are just not there. And the tag teams that you're putting together right now are just a joke. Yeah, it, you're it, not focusing on the pure tag teams. It don't. Yeah, I mean. The only tag team that they put together that seems to work, and it's only because of the gimmicks, is the the Leader of Worlds with Matt and Bray. And it's a shame that... I still think you get an up-in-the-air response for them, too. I, I still think you're right, that there's... You, you do. It's almost 50-50. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I it, mean, we speak on the, the positive 50 side because we like both as singles, and we like them kind of as a team. Yeah, I think at least it's different. That's the only thing I think that most people, the reason they get over with most people, it's it's not it's not the B team. It's not uh, Brizongo. You know what I mean? It's not... I'll say this. The B team, I was like, ah, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. This is funny. These guys work. Second and third week that they were in Carnation, I'm over it already. I don't, yeah. even, I don't think that they're, they don't bring anything new or exciting or different. And their celebrations after they win, they still look shocked. You won three times. It should be the norm now, not you're shocked and it's 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 just they're not a team. They're not a good team. They yeah. are they're the reject team. Yeah, but you know what? I think that's that's a part of the joke. It's a part of it's a part the of gimmick. The, it's a part they, of the no, it's I liked your the way you worded it the first time. It's a part of a joke. Yeah. You have teams that are much more established, like uh Fashion Police, much more established, better in ring talent, better personas. You got uh, Ascension, which, where the fuck are they? They haven't been around since they've been on the main card. No, you're right. Well, since, yeah, since, since the shake-up. No, a... since they've been brought up. They have well, been yeah, nothing. Mm-hmm. You have the Revival. 
that they still don't know what the hell they're doing with. You have Authors of Pain, which have came for two matches and have disappeared. Mm-hmm. So you have a tag team division that is non-existent that has forced you to make a bogus team like the B team. Yeah, and well, and now they have a title shot for some reason. Yeah, I mean, which and, is a slap in the face for the rest of the tag team division to have these guys go over so quickly. Yeah, but you don't. Well, first of all, I mean, you mean get over? They have, they're not. I don't see them going over uh, Bray and, and Matt. I really don't see that at Money in the Bank. I see something that stupid that that will be the only title that changes hands that night. Yeah, like, I don't, don't know. tell me that it's not out of the no. I'm not. I, no, no, no. I'm not saying that, which is why I didn't. Uh, but I don't know. I, I just you don't want it to. That's why you don't think it's going to happen. No, I, no. It's. I mean, yeah. Of course, I don't want it to. But uh, aside from that, putting that aside and just looking at it objectively, I just yeah, like we said, it, it's a joke, and I just don't. I, I think they. It's a bad gimmick. Build it, more. it was a yeah. bad gimmick from Jump Street. So what happens if they lose? They're pretty much done. Yeah, now absolutely. they're riding a, a three-win winning streak that Corey Graves has been yeah, I know. touting. Yeah. So if they lose, that's it for the B team. Yeah. There, there's no recuperating. No, so you're right. they might win. Uh, uh, okay. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying I want it. No, I know saying, you don't. I'm just saying, I know the, you're saying the booking, they might win. Yeah. Okay. So. Now to get to the responses. Yeah. First response is from Paul. Just Paul. And he's at laying SmackDown. A little bit better than just Paul. <laughs> okay. He's got Staying, Authors of Pain, The Leader of Worlds, The Show, Revival, Gone, B-Team, See Ya, Slater and Rhino, Otsalawego, Titus Worldwide, Have a Nice Trip. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Reform. American Alpha, I like that. Rollins and Reigns, I don't like that. And the Dark Horse, Rude and Balor form a team. You've pretty much taken three of your top singles stars and put them in tag teams. Yeah, I I, I don't mind. Uh, um, I don't. I really don't mind Balor and Rude because They're you're doing not nothing. doing anything with Balor, and Rude has not really been doing. I mean, he's. He's a good gimmick, but it's getting stagnant now with him. So those I don't mind. No, you can't. No, I mean, what what Rollins is doing, you can't do that. Answer this for once. A serious question for me. Yeah. Why is it that these things, these per- personas and characters, go stagnant so quickly? Um, I mean, first of all, that that's a good question. If I if I knew that, I could probably work for WWE, but... No, not um, necessarily, because the guys that they have working for them right now can't figure it out. So. Well, that, that's what I mean. I could probably get a job and help. But, no, why would they go stagnant so quickly once... Like, they go... they From inception to death. Yeah, It seems like although, it's, getting, it's getting shorter all, and shorter. All, like, they're grasping for the Bludgeon Brothers right now. I think that one's on the verge. They, because they... Cause they they don't get the TV time. They get they get nothing. They don't. These. I mean, maybe that's the answer because they're not focused on. So they bring these guys and girls up, these wrestlers up, and they give them a gimmick, and then they just forget about them. So why are you supposed to care when no one else seems to in the back? Uh, I'm gonna give a special uh, like it, it's a special circumstance with with Balor. Um, because of the injury. The injury was a huge blow because they were literally giving him the ball and let him run with it. So 
Balor, I think, special is is just a special circumstance with that. Okay, um, I understand so, that, but here's what would have happened: you would have still had Goldberg come back, and you would have still had a main event with Goldberg and Brock Lesnar for the title. So Balor would have been pushed to the side, just uh, like Kevin Owens was. I, I think Goldberg was more of a. Um, how do I? How am I going to try and put this? I think Goldberg was more of an emergency oh, need. Maybe they were flirting with the idea when this happened, and this happened, and shit. Now we really, really need to push and try and get Goldberg. Maybe. Now, of course, neither one of us will know. It's just something that I, I'm looking at in the way I am. But I don't necessarily think that might have been an issue if this is the demon. This is the guy well, here's you the know thing. where to, he was going. To, you know what I mean? To the people that don't watch it all the time, Goldberg and Brock Lesnar is what they saw back in 2003. This is what they were familiar with. You had Baylor versus Lesnar. Wouldn't have drilled as much. You had a a feud starting with Jericho and KO, but yeah. surprisingly, that still doesn't stack up to not saying doesn't stack up for us or for the diehard fans, but doesn't stack up much as a Goldberg washed up and a Lesnar washed out. No, you're right, and and I gotta I gotta think like when you say okay, well the other the the people that they want to draw in saw it back at WrestleMania twenty, uh, Goldberg, yeah, and Lesnar two thousand it was two thousand three right or two thousand four, yeah two thousand four four maybe. I think. But the thing is, Balor is everything that a, a wrestling fan should want as far and even drawing eyes. Uh, you're talking about the best entrance in the WWE since The Undertaker in Balor. Go on. Yeah, go on. Um, and I'm talking about the demon, obviously. Yeah. Um, the the gimmick itself, the face paint, everything draws. It's the ultimate warrior. To, to you know, I mean, in quotes, it's back then that that was the ultimate warrior. It was the great entrance, the face paint. He was the guy. He was the prototypical. He looked great. He was another Hogan. This was the next guy was Balor. You know what I mean? You had the face paint, you had the entrance, you he had, had everything. everything. Every intangible. And was then there. all of a sudden, the match he wins the title in, he fucks up his shoulder. And then the next night he has to give it away. Just like that. And it's a big blow to the to the WWE, which is why like I said, I think it pushed them to push for Goldberg. Okay, and he's, say, he's been back for several months. You're right. And they're going with this Balor Club is for everybody thing, which we've talked about before. And I'm fine with that if if that's the direction you're going to go. But you go from a guy who was looked at as, this is it. We're going to run with fearless, it. He was fearless, and he was fearful, and you couldn't beat him when he was the demon. Mm-mm. Now he's a little bit of nothing. Yeah, because who's kind of staying flo- away from the demon. Because floating around like everyone else besides Reigns, Rollins, Strowman. Even Strowman's floating a little bit. You're right, he is. He's I mean, even really, suffering. Really, you have all these these wrestlers, and you have nothing for them to do, which is absolutely baffling. Yeah, absolutely. Gotten, which is why why uh, it, which leads to my question a little, a little bit later. Which we'll get to that. We'll yeah. segue right back into it. Let me get to the second yeah. response from Woken Hassan Khan at eighty seven underscore H Khan underscore eighty seven. A lot of eighty sevens. <laughs> Maybe he was born in eighty seven. Maybe. Maybe that's his number. Maybe. Maybe he's been woken 87 times. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. We'll never know. Yeah. Here's his. Gone. Slater Rhino. Bye-bye. Titus Worldwide. Boof. Ascension. Don't agree with. Especially mm. with going into his scenario that he has at the end. The show. 
I understand why you get rid of the show because you want singles, singles for both or possibly well, just one. I was going to say just one because if you're going singles, Ziggler's not going to be around for a while anyway. But go mm-hmm. ahead. I mean, not uh, stick around for a while. I also say. gone. Surprise. The tag titles. They're gone. This, this this was a surprise for me, like you yeah. said. it was I was not ready for that. Yeah, stay. Revival, the leader of worlds, Brazango, Authors of Pain. Additions, Storm and Rude, Beer Money. I can't like this enough times. Yes. Ziggler, Ryder. So you're basically pushing McIntyre as a singles, and now you got Ziggler and Ryder together. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, they, they definitely could, could work together. Ziggler absolutely. can bring an edgier vibe to Ryder. Yeah, he absolutely. doesn't have to be You're that right. woo woo woo, and he kind of needs that too. Because where the fuck's he been? Yeah, I, I know, don't know he, if he got hurt. So yeah, he was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. Now I don't know. If now he's, he's just, now he just resides healthy, in but... Disney World with his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, with Chelsea Green and him just visit abundant amount of different Disney worlds. Yeah, and collect action figures. Yeah, good for him. He's got to get in the ring. So it's the life right there. I guess so. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Uh, American Alpha mm-hmm. Edition. I like that also. Now he's bringing back the titles, but he's renaming them. As the Hardcore Tag Team Championship. Which I like the concept. I like um, the concept. I don't think it's going to work at this well, yeah, juncture be, of WWE. But yeah, and not only that... I, I, all right, if you're doing the, the Hardcore Tag Team titles, you have to have a regular tag team title. You know what I mean? You can't just push, Not necessarily. You have really? the regular tag team titles over on SmackDown. That's fine. That's where the, that's where the cream of the crop of the tag team division uh, I lies. Guess, I guess so you get right. these ragtag groups together. Well, here's why I wouldn't get rid of Ascension because this falls right into their wheelhouse. True. They, they can get grimy and bring you into the wasteland. Yeah, very true. And you can actually spice things up. Like, you've completely just opened up the tag division into an interesting defended at any point in time. A la mental- the regular hardcore. Yeah, like the regular hardcore title. Yeah. And you don't have to get color. I mean, you don't have to bleed. It could still be someone... Because you still have street fights. Yeah, absolutely. You still have people getting kicked in the ding-dong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the ding-dong-schlong-schlong. Okay. okay. And, I mean, it would it would be a complete revelation for the uh, the tag team division. It would, it would, no, it, you're right. It, it would is reju- a resurgence. It would yeah. rejuvenate them yeah. 100%. You would have this big... I don't know. You would have like a fatal four-way... Tornado style hardcore match for these hardcore titles, and you would have the Ascension, Authors of Pain. I would put the Revival in there, and possibly, well, throw the the Leader of Worlds in there. Just fucking, yeah. just let them go. Yeah, uh, you know it, Matt Hardy's not afraid of a fucking chair well, or a ladder. And I wanted to point out this is the the second response that we've done for this, and we, me and you were saying about um, we might be on the other fifty percent of the. Um, leader of worlds both have kept response have kept them yeah so i think i think they are more more positive more than over negative. than exactly not over because and because but for the reason both i said have gotten rid of the well actually b team wasn't even mentioned in the second one yeah so that's that's an afterthought at this point yeah well, I mean, which is as good as a going anyway yeah, you as good as, when them. you're not when you're not mentioned then that's a going but i think that that would well, you got Storm and Rude, too. Beer money, you throw them in that tag match. Yeah, Break for sure. Old school, grimy Bobby Rude back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, which needs to happen, A. They wouldn't come back as beer money, though. No. They'd come back as, like, the glorious dollar. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just trying to envision that. It would be actually pretty damn good. Um, 
glorious with the tag dollars (laughs) with the tag teams i mean we've gone through these responses and they've got to fix it that's all there is to it they've got to fix what they have deteriorated and damaged and i don't think smackdown's much better it was very very much better it was when you had the usos on top of the tag division holding the titles defending them against everyone now you have the bludgeon brothers who are non-existent during shows and they come out for a singles match Mm -hmm. now what you do to tag teams when they're not fighting in tag team matches when the titles aren't on the tv you start to forget about it you start to not care you've also have the bar there they're not doing anything new days locked in this money in the bank ladder match so they're not doing anything in the tag division usos really haven't been usos were in a mixed tag team match uh was it jay and and uh Naomi. naomi yeah so really your tag team divisions on both shows have been nothing yeah thank god for nxt yeah exactly so we're going to move on now to um, second question. The second question that I put out on Tuesday, and uh, my question was: aside from the obvious reason of it not being the Attitude Era, what are it three isn't? reasons? No, what are three reasons Raw is not what it used to be, aka must see TV every Monday night? Um, and there could be so many responses to this, um, and some that we we touched on. I mean, must-see TV? It was, I mean, back I mean, in the Attitude no, Era, you I could know. not wait for it to be Monday night. You well, couldn't wait for the next yeah, Monday Yeah, because night. you had the personalities, and you really didn't, like, let, go to the first, or who's, whose response are you going? Are you going with Eggie's response? I'm not. Right now, I'm going with I like this Michael Michael Anderson. I'll go, okay. I'll go to Eggie. But uh, Michael Anderson, and it's at Michael Anderson TV, it's just not cool anymore. The shit is too hokey. And it's not because it's PG, because even around WrestleMania 25 and 26, things were PG, but the stories weren't embarrassing and were actually entertaining. He continues, uh, and what sucks is that the WWE fans are so loyal that all they need to do is get people back is not, oh, all they need to do is get people back is not to be cringeworthy and embarrassing, and expectations are that low. Which is a very good point. He's not wrong. I mean, numbers are down, and quality's definitely at an all-time low. Yes. And I think the biggest thing is, and I'm sure we've said it before, is you're, you have a room, a room of writers at this point for Monday Night Raw. When It'd be funny if you just didn't. You had one guy and, like, an ape, and then they were pretty much <laughs> bouncing ideas off each other. Well, no, because it'd be better at that point. Because it'd be the one guy, the ape, and Vince making the final decision, which it was, it was basically... I don't know, Terry. Let's go to the monkey. What does he got? <laughs> I like it. It was basically Pat Patterson and Vince... Ted man, Ted woman tag? I like it. Go on. <laughs> they were making the decisions for, you know what I mean, the Monday Night War. It was Vince and Pat. That was it. Sitting by his pool, writing the script for Monday Night Raw. So, I mean, too many... What is it? Too many spoons in a pot? It, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, I kind of like that analogy. Okay. Um, <laughs> that made no sense. Uh, I just don't... I don't think you need 10, 8, 10, 12, whatever it is, writers to I, do this. I, I think, really don't think you do. I think that the performers need more of a say in what they're doing. Well, especially with their script. With some advisory and maybe someone looking over, like double-checking, like, all right, well, we can't do this, but why don't we why don't we change it just a little bit? Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, you, you got to have guys uh, like like Stone Cold and uh, The Rock and guys that would uh, the Click that would just go up to Vince and go, "No, this is not going to work. You got to look at it this way. We got to do it like this." And they can't do that now yeah. because it's not a, the Attitude yeah, Era. A, they don't have the clout. They don't have the balls. Yeah, you only have a, a guy or two, and, and Cena's gone now at this point, so he's not. he really doesn't care anymore. He would be one of the guys that would go out and do that. Well, I feel Cena that Miz... Has, Cena had pretty much free reign. I don't think Miz has as much free reign as you think. I think he writes a lot of his stuff, but I think they keep him pretty much well in check. I think he's able to the free freestyle a little bit. Mm-hmm. KO, he can freestyle a little bit. Yeah. Guys that actually speak on the mic, women that actually speak on the mic well, like Charlotte's probably got... A pretty good amount of leeway. Yeah. But you could tell kind of the ones that don't, the ones that aren't able to speak their mind, who are scripted, that aren't comfortable with what they're saying because it's not their personality and someone's writing their personality for them. Yeah, I think Sasha's definitely one of them. Sasha Bailey. She looks uncomfortable a lot in the ring on the mic. And when she wasn't like that in NXT. No, she's, well, she's playing a persona that she's not 100% comfortable with. Yes. I mean, you get that with a lot of the people. Yeah, no, absolutely. You're right. Um, I mean, and to the second one, um, this is Lee Myers at Myers Lee 85. And just short and sweet. One, crap scripted commentary. Uh, two, cringeworthy acting slash storylines designed for children. Okay. And then three is the PG. So I think three kind of runs in with two there, PG, but... Actually, um, they all kind of ran together with the crap scripted writing. That's true. Or commentary. Well, he's, yeah, he said commentary, not writing. But, yeah, I mean... It's the same thing every week. You can fucking bet on Michael Cole saying, the big dog, or it's boss time. Yeah, yep. And them calling matches like it's just nothing. Yeah, no, you're right. And, and But it's not all their fault. They're trying to call matches that are boring. Yeah, they're not booked the right way when you're not like it's it's the trickle down effect well here's the thing about raw you're watching raw in hopes to see good entertaining wrestling not bad non-entertaining skits yeah the skits have to lead to something meaningful the skits have not led to something meaningful meaningful in a while like you have a, a Sami Zayn and Lashley uh skits that have been going on week to week that have started off in the dirt, in the mud, in the shitter, and they haven't really lifted themselves out. They're just twiddling on the fucking toilet bowl right now, waiting to fall back in and get flushed. No, you're right. I mean, to build this, it would have been better to have Lashley actually have a match against someone and maybe Sami Zayn come out and interfere or do something like that. At least you're getting killed in two parts with one stone. You're actually seeing Lashley in a singles match, which you haven't seen yet. And then you're getting Sami Zayn coming out and doing the heelish thing, getting the upper hand on Lashley. Or you have Sami Zayn in a match, and you'll have Lashley come out and stand in the ramp and just applaud and give him the thumbs up and taunt him. Yeah, and just anger him. Instead of having these stupid ninja warrior, these <laughs> three sisters, these they're just... it's. And I'm using this because it's the best example that I can give. No, you're right. You have other examples that have been... I mean, you're leading up to Money in the Bank, so a lot of the storylines have been geared towards looking up at the briefcase. Yeah. Because that's pretty good now. We're pointing at signs, and we're looking at briefcases. I was going to say, that's where we've gone from. Yeah. So, uh, one more I know you wanted to... um, I'm hoping you're going to say the one that I wanted... Go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to... 
I'm going to go to um, Eggy from DCU Society. Um, and basically he says, I think maybe the be-all, end-all is the storylines, which is obviously what we were just talking about. Uh, I mean, I go back to Game of Thrones and why that is must-watch TV because it is good. The storylines are good. Vince always says he makes movies. He tells stories, but let's look at the product. What stories is he telling? And he also followed up with something good that it was either that the storylines needed wrestlers back in the day, but now the wrestlers need storylines. Is that is that the gist of what he said? Yeah, um, he was replying to another person, yeah. which is why I, I didn't see it at first. Yeah, he said maybe in the 90s it was the storylines that needed wrestlers, and now seemingly wrestlers need that need the storylines. Yeah, like the wrestlers are there, they just don't have the guidance. Yeah. Back in the day, you had the stories, you just needed the, the characters. Yeah, there was definitely fill. less, um, you less do... in-ring talent. I'm not going to say they weren't talented, but they weren't as athletic as... As a today. lot of the roster is today. Yeah. You have, I mean, you're living in the CrossFit era where everyone is like extremely in shape and can jump fucking 40 feet in the air and leap over mm-hmm. top ropes and land 20 feet up yeah. the ramp. Yeah. Ricochet. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not by much. Yeah, not with Ricochet. You're not. Yeah, you're dead on. So you have, and when he gets to the main roster, I mean, it's it's the time old story of when NXT guys finally and girls finally get caught up and what's going to happen to them I mean authors of pain or I mean sanity was called up and just haven't haven't even made an appearance yet yeah well you know what and um uh, to close like, to close this out they so have we, too much talent well absolutely and that and that it should be a great problem for WWE at this point but to close this out let's with this let's hope this whole Fox thing. I mean, and obviously as fans, you don't want, you're hoping you don't have to wait that goddamn long for this, but let's hope they're, they're going to have to, however, I forget how much money was it again? A billion billion and billion. It was like a billion, billion two, whatever. Call it a billion. Yeah. Call it a cold bill. (laughs) You're making that your Fox is going to basically advertise this shit out of SmackDown because you're going to get it Sunday during football. You're going to get it all the time. Maybe this is what they needed. Maybe this this change up, this coming to a, a TV station that really doesn't do wrestling and they're going to really have to push to get this done. Maybe this is a blessing in disguise. They, they spent big money on it. Well, here's, the, here's my dilemma. Every time that we come up to one of these pay-per-views and it's kind of just putting into it, like it's really like not full steam it's not charging into this pay-per-view every time we get to this pay-per-view we're like well maybe they'll get it after the pay-per-view maybe yeah, maybe right. things will change after said pay-per-view just fill in the blank with the pay-per-view we've been saying that since every, at least the rumble yeah maybe things maybe yeah because we got the superstar shake-up maybe things will get better and it did the night after the superstar shake-up or after the rumble the superstar shake-up was great mm-hmm. or was that after Mania? that was after mania it was after mania so yes. after mania it changed up a little bit so after all the these big pay-per-views are like all right, well, this is kind of... I mean, you get two ladder matches, which is cool, but you don't really have any developed stories that are really intriguing and really make you engage and want to be involved and well, Especially invested. the singles matches. I mean, the, the Reigns and gender. The, the tag matches aren't better either. No, you're right. And that's why they put one of them on the pre-show, but the which is Daniel Bryan and the, the cast... Um, they're it's just, just... 
rolling in there. They're not. And now they, it looks like they're gonna they're gonna end the show with Rousey and Jax. So you can expect something goofy to happen then. Yeah. Are they really? Yeah, that's the the word is because they're pushing so much advertising into that match. That's what you're seeing on. I did ads like that segment like that. a little bit. Yeah, I didn't have a problem. I didn't with have it. a problem with it. Yeah. Thought the headbutt was a good touch, and then mm-hmm. I thought the armbar. She tapped out to the armbar, so eventually. Eventually, yeah, I yeah. like how they took a little bit. It didn't just happen right away. So it's making it's throwing it up in the air. Like Rousey could easily win this. Yeah. So by I mean, no stretch of the imagination is this going to be a, a quote unquote five star match? <laughs> no, it's not. No. But I mean, at least they have a little bit of a build up. They have a little bit of a build up for Roman and Jinder. Though it's not really, it's not really my preferred matchup, but. I mean, no, at least right. they spent some time building it a little bit back and forth. I wish they would have left Rollins out of it, and I wish they would have left everyone else out of it. Let's just let these two bore you at the pay-per-view. <laughs> you still have Styles and Nakamura, which should rightfully be finally the last match for your them only too. title. Yes, for your them Your only too. main title. It's, yeah. a, it's your only main title on this pay-per-view. Yeah. The other one's non-existent still. We could beat this... Until yeah, this I mean, horse now, is absolutely dead and mangled. It just has to be put out of its misery at this point. We kind of slid right into it, but let's just go right to Money in the Bank. Um, we, yeah. We were, thank you, everyone who responded and who we used and even the people we didn't use. Um, so what I want to do is um, look at... I mean, we, we want to go over the card a little bit. Like, we already touched on the Rousey and, and um, Nia match. But before that, I want to talk about the women's match because I'm, I'm intrigued with the women's match. Um, I like the participants. I know that, I know that um, you're kind of, you kind of feel it, it's a little lackluster because you wanted a couple new ones in instead of someone like a Sasha Banks, um, and who was the other one that got Lana? Was that the other one or no? I can't remember because you had one iconic fighting someone and the other iconic fighting someone, and you thought. One of the iconics should have been uh, in, and I, Ruby Riot should have been in. I can't, re- I couldn't remember what it I was. I thought uh, Billy Kay was going to beat Lana, but I was wrong. Yeah, and then you were saying about have, wanting Ruby Riot in. Yes. Yeah, which, which I mean, I agree. I like Ruby Riot a lot. Um, and I think she would have been different. Well suited in this match, just like Ember Moon is well suited in this match. Yeah, absolutely. So with that, I don't know. I mean, go right to a, a prediction, real quick. I mean, who's your prediction? What do you think? For the women's this money one, in the bank. This one's tough because I really, it's I really have no clue which way. I mean, I know the rumors are out there that Natalia is going to win and cash in right away mm-hmm. on Rousey if Rousey beats Nia and kind of turn on her. Which it's if that's the prediction and that's I mean it's not going to be a surprise anymore. So why do it? I would be hard pressed because I don't think both. I don't think a brand's going to take both briefcases. I completely agree. Okay. I think a I think a raw uh, a raw woman is going to win for Money in the Bank for women. Because Absolutely. I was kind of hoping a SmackDown woman is going to win. No, nah, I can't see it. No, because I think a SmackDown man is going to is going to win. You think it's going to be the Miz? Um, I mean, I I want the Miz, but no, I don't necessarily think it's. I just out of it, I looking at it logically, um, <laughs> looking at a scripted. Entertainment logically. Continue. I'm intrigued. <laughs> um, I believe that a raw guy is not going to win because a raw guy is not going to be able to cash in on Brock Lesnar. Yes. So I 
Like they won't be able to cash in until at least SummerSlam. Yeah, that. yeah. So I immediately, I mean, Mella held on to the the box for what nine months, eight months, whatever it was. So no, she was almost at the end of her time. Well, that's what it was. Yeah, nine, ten months. Yeah, in because it was only a couple months ago where she got it. So yeah, I'm saying that a Raw win, a woman wins. And I, I kind of wanted to be Alexa Bliss. I'm thinking the same thing. That's what was my prediction yeah, online. I kind of said Alexa Bliss. I kind of want Alexa Bliss, um, but I believe it's going to be Natty. I believe I, I'm going to buy into the rumors and I'm going to say Natty wins, and I'm going to say Natty cashes in on a Ronda Rousey champion. I think they're going to give the belt to Rousey, but take it away from her. That way they can do this feud of a best friend trainer type going up against Ronda kinda Rousey. Kind of like the Miz. Daniel Bryan when it first started. Exactly. Yeah. The coach and the Exactly. The newbie. Yeah, so that's my prediction for both matches. A Natalia win, I'll cash in later in the night, which would have to make it a main event. So it could lead up to SummerSlam being if this does happen in your eyes, it could be Rousey versus Natty for the belt. Yes. And Rousey could legitimately hold it until Mania. Could, yeah, legitimately. And they could be setting up for another. Or you can super- have her do. You could start. I mean, not necessarily because you could have her win, beat Natty, have the title like we said after after SummerSlam, and get into it with I don't know Sasha or or Alexa or something. I mean, it's pretty lose. much it's it's endless right there. Yeah, absolutely. But lose I don't, the title. I don't see her losing it. Well, lose the title, win it back in a rematch. You know what I mean? Later, a, a month later, a pay per view later, and you know what I mean. She don't necessarily have to hold on to it. Is what I'm saying. I get you, but I still and think I don't she's see going it. to. Really? Yeah. You see them running with her that long to just yeah. hold on to the title for Charlotte? I mean, she's she's big money. No, I agree. But She's I just... big money, and they like betting on big money. Yeah, that's true. Why do you think Brock still has it? No, you're right. Absolutely. Okay, so you want to flip right to the men's? Uh, Yeah, sure. Let's go to the men's. Okay. Um, I'll, I mean, not like everyone doesn't know, but Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, The Miz, Rusev, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, and New Day member. I'm going to take Braun out. I'm going to take Samoa Joe out. I'm going to take Rude out. I think there are three definites that aren't going to win it. Okay. I think Finn's got an outside shot to possibly cash in and get his title back. Mm-hmm. I think I think Miz still has an outside shot, but I think that they're straying away from Miz because they're teasing it too much and Literally, the this whole match is, besides the Miz, everyone knew that could win the the briefcase. Yeah, yeah unless right. unless Kofi's the one that's in it. Um, now I'm gonna throw this out there. Okay. And I talked to I already gave this prediction to Kyle, who we had on last week, um, at work, and this is gonna be pretty <laughs> pretty out there. I'm saying the New Day member who is in. Money in the Bank, and I, part of me doesn't think it's going to happen, but I kind of just want to see it as for chaos. I think it's going to be all three of them, and I think it's going to be a ten-man ladder match. I see it playing out a different way. I think all three will be involved. I think it'll be Xavier that starts, but they're going to do the they'll free do a, bird. They'll do a trick thing. thing where like, oh, he's beat. Up, oh, it wasn't really him. Yeah, it was Kofi. I can see that. Kofi comes in, he gets beat down. Up, oh, it wasn't really Kofi. Yeah. It was really Big E. Mm-hmm. And Big E comes in, demolishes the remainder of whatever he needs to do. Because he's fresh. Because he's fresh, climbs it, and wins. I think Big E is 
is taken. If, even if, if he's they not pick in. one, if they pick one, I, I think it's going to be Big E, and I think he has the opportunity of winning it because. Well, no. I think he's yeah. He, they're on SmackDown still. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then I pick Big E. If he's in it, that's my that's my prediction. And if he holds the briefcase and the New Day stays behind him, like they're still a strong faction, which I think is going to happen. I think this is. I, this has to be the easiest cash in of all time. Oh yeah, because if he brings all of them down with him, yeah, hell, fucking dress one of them up as a ref. Yeah. So that's my prediction. If if there's if they do pick one, I think it's going to be E. And if he if it's E, I think he wins. But I I just I'm going to go with how silly and crazy the new day is, and all three of them are going to be in it, and just it be ten men, which I think would be chaos, pure chaos, pure chaos. So, but you need those extra people to take out Braun. Exactly. Exactly. So, which would be fun because you know Kofi's jumping off of something. Yeah, and that's the uh, I, that's the other reason I think that they want a Kofi in it, and you want Big E because I hear you you hear that they're going to give him a push. And which Xavier I hope they, I hope being they do. so good recently. Yes, because he's, they've, he he they've, they've been they've had their game stepped up for quite some time. Yes, absolutely. So we talked about the men's, we talked about the women's, we even talked about the Rousey and Nia Jax. Um, Let's go to the other side for women's, and we're going to go Carmella versus Asuka. I mean, I'm leaning towards. I'm leaning towards Asuka winning. I think you kind of have to, because she already beat Charlotte clean. I don't. If she beats her, it's not going to be clean. It can't I, be clean, to be honest. It's going to have to be um, the Iconics and the. Uh, Mandy and Sonya Deville come yeah. out and get involved. Mm-hmm. Like, all four of them. That's going to have to be the only way Asuka gets beat by Carmella. Yeah, absolutely. I heard someone say online, I forget who it was, that Ellsworth is going to come out and cost Asuka. I did hear WWE talking yeah. about bringing him back. You know what's funny, ladies and gentlemen? The biggest Ellsworth hater is sitting right next to me right now. Had the biggest smile on his face when he came out. At Russell Pro this past well, week. Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's, hold on. No, no, no. Hold I am on. not wrong. No, 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 no. You're not wrong, but. Thank you. Let's get, let's get this into context first. I didn't have a smile on my face when he came out, when he first came out, because I was kind of just, oh God, it's Ellsworth. But. But. <laughs> when he came out and. The they announced him as the man who beat AJ Styles six different times, six di- and, and then louder and louder yes, each time, and then said, and also won the first ever Women's Money in the Bank. That's what got me. Yeah, the AJ Styles. That's what got me. It, it wasn't Ellsworth. It kind it was of the announcer. yeah, but you were sold on Ellsworth after that. Well, no, because I couldn't watch the no chin music. I covered my eyes because I couldn't watch disgrace like a child that was. Uh, no, I'm gonna keep on saying sweet. No chin music, and thank God it got broken up and he lost. But yes, for that split second, the announcing was funny as hell, and it made me laugh. Yes, but I still can't stand Ellsworth. I think I think he's growing on you. No, he's not. I think he's growing. I on promise, you. he's he is growing not on you growing more on than me. his chin's growing on him. <laughs> I'll give you that because <laughs> his chin's not growing at all. Thank you. <laughs> so it's a win. Um. Anyway, uh, you said Oscar over Carmella, which yes. I completely agree. Um, we'll keep the Nakamura and Styles match to last. We'll go to the big, the big dog versus the Mahal dog? I was actually just looking at that, yeah. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Jinder. I think Reigns goes over. 
I think if they're really thinking about booking Reigns versus Lesnar, Reigns isn't losing anytime soon. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, I, I see that too. But if Jinder beats Reigns, it would make me question why the hell would Roman get the title shot if he loses? I'm going. With, I think I think Reigns needs to start losing. I'm going with Jinder. I think I think well I think Reigns needs to start having some animosity. He needs to start losing. He needs to start putting guys over. He needs to start. Looking. I don't. If you want sympathy, he's gonna to have to start losing. I don't buy. I don't buy the Lesnar Reigns SummerSlam. I don't buy it. Um, you so, don't want to buy it, but it's, no, um, I, I don't buy it at all. I don't care about one anymore. I don't buy it. I don't believe. I believe it's over. It'll be a walkout match. Well, I yeah. Well, not only that, but I believe this is over. I believe Vince has had enough, and you've seen it more and more on TV. I believe Roman is not going to be Roman anymore. He is not going to be the guy anymore. I honestly believe it, and it might be fool's gold, but I honestly believe Roman's not Roman. So I'm putting Jinder over in this match. I think okay. he's going to do it. I'm going with Roman. Uh, <laughs> another meaningful match. Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn. I could care less. I hope the ref wins. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Bobby Lashley gets revenge and wins. Uh, Daniel Bryan. For, for what? Big what guess. honest? This, another match. I don't care about. I know you don't. Don't. I just but don't. You know the singles matches on this card do nothing horrible. for me. No, you're right. I, do absolutely nothing. Well, for the me. women's. Are I'm better still riding the the high from Dominion. Well, true, which we are going to get into very, very soon. I was trying to segue, but it didn't work. We still have two more matches. Oh, whoopee. Well, these two you're going to want to talk about. All right. Well, Especially got, this one. And I got Lashley going over Sammy, and then I got Cass going over Brian. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to call Daniel they're going, going to, over. They're going to further this fucking feud for some reason. That segment on SmackDown with the fucking You Must Be This Tall was god-awful. It was so bad. It was god-awful. Every week he's getting worse. Yeah. He started off you'll put it good I'll say decent at best and has gotten progressively worse I'll give you that he definitely Daniel has Daniel Bryan buried him online oh, and that, then they Twitter he promo. buried him yep he knows yeah. I mean it was good it was true and usually when it's true it's good mm-hmm. depending on who's delivering it yeah but I mean it, he's just getting worse and worse and I'm as uninvested in big cast as I could possibly be so but I'm still going to pull him over because I don't think that this push is even remotely close to being over. And just to disagree, I'm just going to go with Brian anyway. Sure. Um, this match, which I think is the only male singles that is going to be, well, not only, but one of the great ones is Rollins, Rollins Elias. and Elias. I think this is going to be a great match. I think these two, um, the if, chemistry they have is, is a pretty good chemistry. Yes, but it's because they were brothers in the womb and they got split up at birth <laughs> and they finally found each other it's funny how that works out the w the ww wwe okay their angle yeah um, <laughs> they finally brought them together the long lost brothers crossfit jesus and the wandering jesus they found the each drifting other. jesus drifting jesus crossfit jesus have found each other and i think drifter jesus is going to go over on this one. I think this really, is you think be, Elias is going to become the new I think this is going to be Elias's first title, and I'm hoping... This is, a, I think, a feud that you hope kind of drags out a little bit. Um, I'm not necessarily. With... I hope it drags out for maybe... I'm I'm kind of over the dragged out... I'm past the dragged out storyline, the fuse. Yeah. Because they know how to beat them into the ground. True. And they do it very, very well. So... I'm hoping that it's a rematch and then Seth gets pushed up into the main card feud 
which there is no main card main card right now. There is no top card. Well, that's because your champion's not yeah, there. Yeah, because your champion's not there. But I think Rollins has to go out on his own and just keep calling out Lesnar until he gets the match. Yeah, sort of and like you, uh, Ceno ha- Taker. Yeah. <laughs> not as not as, not bad, as weird. Not as bad, yeah. But, but no, you'll have Heyman come out and be like, what makes you think that you deserve this title shot? Mm-hmm. And Rollins will say, I'm the best. And then the big dog will come out and they'll probably have a number one contenders match for the two of them. And hopefully Rollins goes over. Mm-hmm. And it'll be Rollins versus Brock at SummerSlam. That's what I'm hoping. But I'm probably wrong because I really have no idea which way they're going to go with this. I mean, it's if Rollins loses, it's a short title reign. But he doesn't need it. He's on fire. He doesn't need that title. You're right. He doesn't. Elias would be beneficial with this title. Come out, do his song about the Intercontinental Championship. And he could still put on really good matches with the mid-card. He's your mid-card champion. Rollins is your main, your top guy champion. No, you're right. He's I your agree. Uni- he's your uncrowned universal champion. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I, I think Elias goes over as well. Um, last match. Styles Naka. Yep. Nakamura finally wins this match. Last man standing. Nakamura finally wins. And if he doesn't, then... Yeah, Back I, of the line. I, I don't get it. At this point, I don't get it. You, if he doesn't win this time, then why the hell does he have four, three or four matches prior? No, yeah, no, I agree. They're dragging this out for a reason. But then who do you get next? I mean, you got Samoa Joe, you got The Miz, you got Daniel Bryan. You got a bunch of guys that could contend. They have a they have a good main main event card. You're right. Main event roster, main event lineup, whatever the hell you want to call it. SmackDown could actually get away with it because they have a champion and they have guys to contend for that championship. Yeah. They have guys that can contend for the championship on Raw, but there's no champion. Exactly. You're right. That's where they're losing a lot of their their ratings. That's where they're losing a lot of their interest. You want to know the the question that you put out, why it's not must-see TV? It's not must-see because no one's fighting for a top prize. Yeah, there's nothing there the, to fight the for. The big gold trophy at the end of the at the end of the tournament. Yeah. At the end of the the championship. There's nothing to fight for over there. There's nothing to wrestle for. It's all filler. There's no substance. No, you're right. And, uh, I mean, the other only other thing we didn't talk about, we got the Bludgeon Brothers versus the Good Brothers. Okay, Bludgeon's Which go is going to be on the uh, I mean, pre-show. If, if there's any hopes, and it's on the pre-show, so you've already knocked out the, the hopes that Sanity's going to come in and wreck shop. You're right. Because they're not going to do it on the pre-show. They're going to do it during the main card, which I... Oh, we forgot that the Leader of Worlds versus... Yeah, I was going to say that The next. B-team. Yeah. We already went over that. Yeah, we did. I think the B-team's going over. You think the Leader of Worlds is um, going over? Yeah. There, we saved ourselves a couple breaths. So... Now, that is your money in the bank. Let's move on to a wrestling show that was nonstop action and delivered on every single match. Oh, what are you talking about? And that would be Dominion. It was so good. It was so well (laughs) done. It was was five and a half hours long, and you wouldn't have guessed it because the last three and a half hours were all banger barn burner matches it was yeah, I mean, match we'll, after match after we'll match we'll go over the ones that that we that we like the most we'll start with the the IWGP heavyweight tag team championships we had Evil and Sonata versus the Young Bucks the Bucks of Youth <laughs> the heavyweights yes that was a great match i mean it was interesting i like how i like how in, in the Young Bucks Arsenal now, one of them gets hurt and one of them has to nurse it and the other one has to carry them. They're telling stories in the matches. This is what they've caught shit for for so long. So they're telling stories within their matches and they're doing it better than 
a lot of the other people. You're, yeah, you're dead on. I mean, the the whole thing. I mean, God, how many months has um, Matt? Matt, thank you. Hurt uh, back. Hurt back. I mean, it's it, it was, was great. He, it's it's well played. But this every time, time, Nick's the one that gets his. But now, yeah, his freaking leg almost shattered on the on the post. Yeah. So he, he's nursing that the whole time. Can't super kick until the very end, and they pull it out. It was a really well done match. I didn't think that the Bucks were going to win. And I said before we watched it, mm-hmm. I didn't think giving the Bucks the title right away was a, a good booking decision because they're new to the heavyweight division. I think they should have had to work a little bit harder through it. But then again, I also said in the same breath, I wouldn't mind that they won. Exactly. Which I wasn't. Which, I was happy. We're, we're, which, I mean, you we're a little biased because we're biased. really, really, lie. really big Bucks I love fans. The Bucks. They're probably two of my favorite wrestlers in the entire world. Yeah. I completely agree. So... Having them win, I didn't mind, but I thought that maybe they should work for it a little bit better. But they have a rematch with Evil and Sonata at the G1 Special in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So that should be a good match as well. Next match, we got a triple threat match with the Bullet Club. That was such a good match. I and mean, then you get... we're going to keep saying it, and we apologize for sounding repetitive, but we truly mean it when we say that was such a good match. It was. If it was you a, haven't watched this... It was a good match for who you got in it. You had yes. Liger, Mysterio, and you had Tanahashi. Yes. The ace. That, that was the other one. I was trying to tell someone... Rachel that, from Friends. Yeah, I was trying to tell someone I couldn't the remember Tanahashi. that doesn't quit. Yeah. You had them versus Cody, Hangman, and Marty. And Marty's got like this inner like feud going with fucking Jushin. Mm-hmm. That Which, was kind of like intermingling throughout the the match. Yeah, you had Cody and Mysterio in the same ring again. Yeah, like which, that you saw, used to see. You thought you were watching uh, WWE circa 2013. Yeah, I mean the the whole match. It was, I mean, six man tag. It was such. It was. It was a good match was because a of the big solid. names that you had in it, and you had a lot of action in it. You had Rey Mysterio, who's better than he was back in 2012. He's in way better shape. He is. And, and he that can... mask was awesome. Yeah. That, One of the coolest the, masks I've ever seen him wear. The New Japan logo mask. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. All the way. Yeah. Uh, and then after that match was a match I know you were looking and forward to. I thought to. it was smart to have Cody get the, the victory because he's it just cements him and then beat up Liger afterwards. It just cements him as still top this, heel. this top heel that they have that he's going to continue to be, but he's the, the best in the best for business type heel. And now he's calling himself daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so funny. <laughs> that just makes people hate him more. Oh, absolutely. Because it's, it kind of makes, I it's... like him so much. I love Cody, but it makes me hate him now that yeah. he's calling himself daddy. <laughs> Uh, it's perfect heel though, and he's so good. Um, and it's funny that like I can't really want to hate him, especially after meeting him and seeing how genuine and nice guy he is. It is like it's he's funny. so good at what he does, but he's such a nice guy. Like he's got one of the most genuine smiles when he's taking a picture with with the fans when he does the yeah. meet and greets. Like absolutely, it's, like genuine. Like yeah. he'll sit there and he'll talk to you, and then like, <laughs> like yeah. How about him when we met him? Do you know how to hold one of these with the title? I've been practicing like, this for years. <laughs> We've been practicing this since we were like five years old. I know how to hold a championship title. Yeah, I thought it was funny because he thought I was stealing your autograph. He's like, yeah. no, this is for Larry. I was like, yeah, I know Larry. Larry's with me. I'm going to give it to Larry. He's like, no, this is for Larry. I said, okay, Cody. Have it your way. And he didn't smile in my picture because I upset him. He made a half smile. 
See? Well, it's better. That means I got to meet him again. I got to meet Blanc Cody. <laughs> it's it's better than uh, a little bit better than Jake the Snake who yeah gave, he flipped, flipped me off. Gave you the finger for taking too long taking the picture. Yeah, that was a sincere flip off. It absolutely was. He said, "This is for you," and then he fucking liked it so much that he started doing it in every picture. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, Jake. <laughs> You creep. <laughs> so after after the six-man tag, we move on to a singles match, which I know you were looking forward to. Takahashi, the uh, best of the Super Juniors mm-hmm. champion versus the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion, Will Ospreay. I like this so much because I've seen these guys go at it in fatal four-ways and one-on-ones and all that. And I love the Super Junior, the Junior Heavyweight division in New Japan. Mm-hmm. I like the cruiserweight division of WWE, don't get me wrong, but I think the talent in New Japan and who they bring in for these tournaments and who they have in the junior heavyweight division is top-tier talent in the whole entire world. It really is. Like, uh, you look it, at just this match alone. This with... is the A squad, WWE. Unfortunately, I hate to say it, they have really good talent, but they have the B squad, I think. Well, and not only that... And it, I don't mean that as a shot. I mean that they're really good, but I just, think that no, they're... I it's think a that bigger Japan, endorsement of New Japan. That's New what Japan it is. is just so much better, and they put their matches... They're so much... They put more focus on them, too. You're right. Absolutely. They have a full... I mean, give it to WWE. They had a tournament for number one contenders. Mm-hmm. But it's not like the fucking trophy they get for best of the Super Juniors. No. It, like you were saying, it's not, it's not a detriment. It's not a, it's not a slight to WWE. I'm not it's, snubbing them. No. It, it's just, it's just a, raising up It's a up praise New for New Japan and exactly. what they do with their junior heavyweight. Like, that is a prestigious title. Yeah. Like that's one that you strive for, that you want. So you had Will Ospreay, and it delivered. That match delivered just like I thought it was going to. Yeah. It was a great match. Really I like that... Uh, Osprey came out with a fucking mean streak. Yes. Like he yeah, came he out vicious. Yeah. Yeah. And launched himself off the ramp with a flip and almost cleared Takahashi, landed on his feet. He almost missed him completely. He got that much air and that fast. And it was the jump that he took. He was a solid eight feet away. And still landed. And still almost five, overshot. Feet past yes, him. Exactly. It was just a great match. And I really, really thought. Osprey was good, and that's just what that just goes to show you that it's unpredictable. I thought Osprey was still going to take it. I thought he was going to retain because I thought that they were going to do eventually a Osprey versus Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. I didn't think Mysterio was going to beat him, but they could still do that because I mean, you know, you don't need a title for it to be a great match. Yeah, especially over there, you definitely yeah. need a title. So you might get that at uh, you might get that down the road at some point. Mm-hmm. But it was surprising that Takahashi won. I'm glad for him. Because he's really good, and I think he's going to do wonders going against the rest of the junior heavyweight class. Like, you have the the, the, the Bone Soldier now mm-hmm. that you get to go against. And I really like that gimmick, too. I love the Bone Soldier. Yeah? Yeah, I do. It's, it, it, it's, that it's, match was pretty good. If they could reenact the match that they had, the final, for the best of the Super Junior, mm-hmm. you didn't get to see it because I'm the beholder of the of New, New Japan J- world. Yeah, of New Japan world. On That's my app. Okay. But... He gets most of the time. Yeah. Uh, and the match, now look, I absolutely love Omega Okada. I, it's, it's, there's matches that don't even touch it, but I, I I have to look forward to Jericho more. Like, I was looking more... You look more... forward to Jericho because he's he's rewriting his own history book right now. Oh, he's yeah, and rewriting... not only that, the heel, man, he's never been this type of heel. Like, he's been heel, but not this... Not this big, like not this vulgar. Well, not not like he was allowed to in WWE. No, he couldn't be this landscape. vulgar. But he's never been this 
backhanded, this vicious, this like, I just don't fucking care. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to fucking do whatever I want because I can. I'm Chris Jericho. Yeah. I can come to your company and I can run shop. Might not have been able to do it against Omega. I tried, but guess Mm -hmm. what? I'm taking out your next best. Yeah. And boy, did he. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the first uh, 15, 7, I think it was like 15 minutes of, was all Jericho. From the very beginning. Naito Naito didn't even have his, his... entrance gear off yeah for at least the first 10 yeah that was for sure and it just busted the bell, open. oh my god it was nasty the the majority of the match took the beginning majority took place outside more than in the ring yeah and then jericho baiting naito and taunting naito while he's got him in the fucking walls of jericho yep. come on naito come on naito come on naito <laughs> he just does it better than anyone else and to say that he is not i saw a uh, a picture up on twitter with every single belt and how many times he's held it Mm -hmm. he's held everything every single belt you could possibly have WCW WWE and now he's got one more to add to his did he get the European title yes he did get it yes okay Okay. he's the him and Jeff Hardy are the only two complete Grand Slam champions okay like have held every belt in the WWE realm okay Except Jericho had the undisputed. Okay, yeah, of course. Which so Jericho is the tops the of guy. title. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. First um, ballot Hall of Famer, arguably the greatest of all time to ever step foot in the ring. Arguably well, the greatest of all time to land on a microphone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, by I mean, and it's funny because you have people that have it. They have the chops now. Like, you have Kevin Owens, has the chops. You have Seth Rollins that, at times, he has the chops. Mm-hmm. But they'll never, they'll, you have that layout to go out. You have that. You don't say it word for word for what Jericho's done, but you have that layout. That's your blueprint, Architect. Mm-hmm. That's what you strive for. Yeah, absolutely. To be the best in the world at what he does. Mm-hmm. And it's well, not it's not a saying. It's a mentality, and it's the truth. Yeah, it's the absolute truth. And the other thing is, the fifteen like like I was saying, fifteen minutes in was all Jericho, and then all of a sudden he kind of swings a little bit, and Naito starts to take over, and then he hits him with the fucking finisher twice. Yes, and still can't put Jericho away. But because I mean, he's selling all of his injuries, and he can't get to the the cover. Exactly. Good, like we said, great match, good storytelling. Um, a, a little bit of everything for everybody in this match because you had the viciousness, you had the actual wrestling. And it could set up for Jericho's first title defense. Yes. Evil comes out and puts an end to Jericho beating Naito to death. Mm-hmm. So that could be Jericho's next title defense. And I think that would be a great match. Those two would fucking tear the fucking place down. Yeah, uh, I mean, and you shouldn't think anything less. Possibilities are endless with Chris Jericho and that roster that he has never been involved with. Yeah, yeah, and he just can do whatever he wants. And Basically. New Japan loves it because they can just be like, okay, go be a rock star, and then we'll see you whenever you're ready. Yes. And that's, that's the biggest thing with that. Get to the main event, shall we? Of course. The main event that puts other main events to shame. Yeah. For them, I mean... It's not well. It's, it's not. an it's an our opinion, but it really did. It was, it was a masterpiece. And I, I gotta say, the only thing that I did not like, or not, I didn't, let me see that. Change that. Let's rewrite. Not that this. I didn't. Not that I didn't like anything. That I, um, I thought could have been better. Um, yeah, not bit better, but just set up a little bit 
differently is the beginning. Um, but it's the same thing as their last three matches. They start off a little slow. You also a little have... feeling each other out, which is look, it's nitpicking at this point because the match was so amazing. But it just was very methodic, very feeling each other out. You have to remember that these guys not you didn't know this beforehand, but you have two out of three falls. It went over an hour. Yeah. There's a reason that you saved, but after the first fall, it picked up a hundred and ten percent. Yeah, no, you're right. And you're right. Whole... And like I said, it's nitpicking. It, it you know what I mean, but you understand what's coming, so you know that eventually it's going it's gonna pick up. But it was just a tiny bit slow in the beginning, but you you take that for what it's worth because you know you the kinda, match is going to be. You kind of had a feeling that this was it. This this had to have been Omega's match, mm-hmm. and if it wasn't, then it wasn't going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, this was, and it was a great lead up, and it was a great build up. I mean, the V trigger after V trigger, the one wing angels, the freaking uh, snap ranas, the reverse snap ranas, the fucking snap uh, uh, dragon suplexes. Mm-hmm. It was. It was everything and more. And Okada, just the selling of just being absolutely... They played this as a... Kenny Omega has been training for this. He's been conditioning for this. And Okada just... They, they were playing this. Okada just wasn't conditioned enough to go yeah. a full two out of three with Kenny Omega. So Kenny Omega out-trained Okada. Outworked him. Yeah, got and to the point that, of where he wasn't going to be denied. Kenny did a, a promo talking about how he can go all night and he's ready to go. And after the match, and of course Kenny Omega goes over and finally wins and finally beats him after an hour and four minutes. And the, afterwards, they do in the press conference like they always do. And Kenny Omega says, I got to be honest, in the promo I said, I could go all night. And he said... I could have, I could barely go an hour. He said, <laughs> I felt every last second after the hour mark. He said, I was gassed. And now, of course, that that could be just kayfabe, but he could be legitimate. I mean, it. imagine, Bret Hart and Michaels did it. Um, and they uh, were dead. And they were, abs- and they went another, I think, three, four minutes. Yeah, they were absolutely wiped. It's just, when these guys can go an hour long, think of the cardio that you have to have. And not only that, to go at that level to for hit, that long. To hit so many spurts of adrenaline that they probably do, mm-hmm. it wipes you even more. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. And uh, it's it's meaningless for us to keep sitting here and doing it because we can't do it any justice. I mean, it is, it is wrestling 101. It's, it's it really the most is. must-see match and the most talked-about match over the past week and should be over the next couple weeks, couple months. That will be the standard of match. Mm-hmm. And I don't think anything's going to live up to it for quite some time. Definitely not on WWE level. No. Like you're going to have a Styles Nakamura match that should fit the bill. It's not going to be the Okada Omega, but it's sh- they have the potential for that to go- to be that style match. To be a great match of near well it's not near falls but you have 10 counts, barely beating the 10 counts. Yeah. But WWE doesn't operate that way. There's a pure heel against the baby face right now. So it's going to be a lot of heelish moves. This was basically just two wrestlers going at it for an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, and to um, close out close out this show, the one last thing with Dominion, um, a little connection for Dominion anyway is... Kenny Omega's all in. Yes, Kenny The Young Omega's Bucks are all in. in. Okada's all in. Cody's all in. Rey Mysterio's all in. 
You can um, do this all night long. I could do this. Well, I could try a, to do it all night long. Right? There's a, a good amount of people. But, but there, there's an outlier here. Outlier here. <laughs> we went to WrestlePro last Friday in Rawway, New Jersey, where the matchup was Madison Rain and MJF. Yes, MJF. He's better than you against, it was supposed to be Flip Gordon and Brandy Rhodes, Team Friend Zone. Mm-hmm. Brandy Rhodes wasn't cleared to wrestle. She gave the bad news to Flip, but he had a partner. She gave, she got him a partner, and he's all business. <laughs> That's right. It was Bernard, the business bear, and Flip Gordon against Madison Rain and MJF. Now, what great heat did Bernard get for some reason in this match? I guess they're. <laughs> it is basically just... It wasn't Cody in a suit, but it's basically... Cody in a suit. Yeah. Because yeah, and, and people who not realizing the time frame were screaming it's Cody when Dominion was only a couple hours away. Yeah, he was in Japan. Yeah, so but at the, that point. This was Cody Rhodes' golden ticket for All In. This, yes. The winners of the match go All In. So you get the ref knocked out. Or no, wait, we'll start with this one. Bernard fucking hops off the, the he leaves. Mm-hmm. He's done. Yeah, he, Flip's he, going for a tag, needs a hot tag. Bernard has his hand out until he gets real close and jumps down off the apron and leaves Flip Gordon out to dry. And so Flip's all by himself. So as the ref gets knocked down, you have Brandy Rhodes trying to help him out, goes to low blow. Um, and this was reciprocation because MJF had already low blowed Flip Gordon yes. prior. So Brandy goes to low blow MJF, and just as she does that, the ref turns turns around, sees that happening, disqualifies Brandy and Flip, and now MJF and Madison Rain are all in. Which is good for them. I mean, if you think about it, MJF has only been wrestling. He's only been doing it for a few years now. And he is to be, one of the top heels in independent wrestling. I was going to say that. He's one of my tops, if mm-hmm. not the top heel. He does it so very, very well. His heel level is great. He just, no, nothing. You get nothing from, from yeah. the fans. You get all just despise and hatred and he plays a really good character yes so for him to be all in this massive event the biggest event in independent wrestling history for him to be all in that's great that's huge for him but flip he just hasn't been booked yet nope so my idea still stands the bullet club gauntlet for flip (laughs) will he accept I hope it happens. I'm gonna fucking you know what? I'm gonna fucking tweet Rhodes. Head up day I'm gonna tweet Cody Rhodes after this and tell him my idea. See if he likes it. I'm not gonna do that. No. <laughs> so I mean, that was our Friday night in Rahway, New Jersey, for WrestlePro, which they put on a really, really good show. Um, if you're able to see WrestlePro, yeah, they if are. You're, if you're ever in the area and they're putting on a show, absolutely. Yeah. That was a freaking that that event started at eight. And went till about midnight. Yeah, um, and it, it just had it had something for everyone. It had a seven man um, ladder match. Eight man. Was it eight? No, I thought it was seven. It might have been seven. Uh, it was seven man ladder match. The guy um, that washes the cars was pretty funny. Yeah, um, they also had a steel cage match, which ended the night, which was brutal. They had a dog collar match, which was even more brutal. That was probably the match of the night. night. Yeah, for sure. That was what you wouldn't expect for a dog collar match. That was a really good near-fall storytelling match where the babyface went through adversity and kicked out so many times but finally couldn't at the end because he had gone through 
so many different inanimate objects. Yeah. It was just a really good match. It really got a lot was. of color in that match. Yeah, and uh, like we said, of course, Flip, MJF, Madison Rain, and um, Brandy. Uh, God. We got to see D'Lo Brown. We got to see uh, a, um, a very... Hefty? Uh, that's a good one for it, yeah. yeah. I like that word, uh, hefty D'Lo Brown. Um, a very still in shape Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam looks very good. Um, he can still go. Definitely. He can uh, pass a We saw test. Mean Gene. We saw a very aged and hefty tag team in Demolition. Oh, yeah. They were they were Demolition, all right. Um, like we said. like They looked like they got demolished. <laughs> like Joe said earlier, um, we saw James Ellsworth. Who yes. uh, who lost? A lot of big names there. There was yeah for for an event like that in Rahway, New Jersey. There was some pretty big names. So um, WrestlePro, we I mean God, it was so good. Definitely Joey Janela versus it. Ultimo Dragon. There that you was go. The there was the other best uh, that's match. What I was forgetting. Yeah, that was a great match. Yeah, Janela has a lot of technical abilities that you don't realize because he was a kind of a death fighter transformed into professional wrestler. Now I mean he's got it all in his arsenal. Yeah, it really. Does. Joey Janela is one of the one of the better independent wrestlers. Yeah, and to see Ultimo Dragon was great. Dude, uh, he's was like awesome. 70. He still can go. And he still looked amazing. Yeah. He looked amazing. Looked like he did when he was in WCW. Mm-hmm. So, like we said, if you get a chance and you hear about WrestlePro, go see WrestlePro. It's worth the price of admission for sure. Uh, Cole Cabana. That was the other one we were yes. talking about. Cole Cabana, which uh, we put up a picture of us and Cole Cabana on our Twitter. Uh, really cool guy. Incredibly nice I guy. I really enjoyed talking to Cole Cabana. Yes. Um, so we hope uh, you we hope you enjoyed uh, our show this week. Um, we kind of tried to fit in as much as possible. Um, it was a busy week. There was a lot going on, and there's a lot coming up in two, three days. You got money in the bank. We didn't even go over NXT Takeover, which is happening yeah, that, on Saturday. Jesus. Yeah, that. So sometimes shit slips. Yeah. But I don't really think we need to go over that one. That one's going to be a stellar card. Just watch for yourself. Yeah, not like we need to tell you that, but we know we all know how NXT is going to do on Saturday night. So, we hope you enjoyed the show this week. Um, enjoy NXT TakeOver. Enjoy Money in the Bank. And um, we will be talking to you very, very soon as we have some uh, interesting shows coming up, to we say got the some least. More, we got some more gets, to say the least. Yeah, we, we definitely got some uh, interviews scheduled, so you'll be uh, hearing that very soon. And um, other than that, that's it. For this week's edition of Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast. That's it. You ready to say goodbye? Uh, I'm ready. Okay. Goodbye. (laughs) All right. We hope you everyone enjoyed our show. And uh, we'll be talking to you very soon. Later. I wonder if that's...